Hello everyone and welcome to Mightier Than The Sword podcast, the podcast where we break down, learn and provide real life perspectives and interpretations on quotes said and written about your favourite heroes throughout history. Superhero motivation, superhero inspiration, because we are superheroes. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode three of Mightier Than The Sword. And holy podcast, Batman, let's just say I'm super excited about this one. It's just one of the most well-known quotes of the current comic culture decade and from my personal favorite character. So let's get into it. At least tell me your name. It's not who I am underneath, but what I do Catch you later, Batsuit Nipples, corny quotes, and cheesy puns, and welcome to darkness. Comic references, crime thriller elements, deep philosophical quotes, the soundtrack of Hans Zimmer, and welcome, Batman Begins. This 2005 film rebuilt Batman from the ground up and delved into the psyche of a man who decided to deal with his trauma by overcoming his fears and sharing his dread with his enemies. A movie that legitimately brought back the Batman franchise back from the dead, and with it a trilogy filled with quotes, metaphors, actors, portrayals, and ideals that still allow the Nolan trilogy to remain one of the best comic character-adapted movies of all time. So let's start where it all begins, pun intended. The quote itself actually comes up twice in the film. The first time it's mentioned is during the first half. This is after we've seen the journey of Bruce and his irrational decisions and naivety to the repercussions of killing and how justice works. We see his uncontrolled emotions driving vengeful acts, allowing them to underestimate his abilities and lose focus, a great example was the fight against Ruz on the ice. After he has begun to master himself and these emotions that controlled him, he's learnt that killing isn't justice, and after destroying the League's hideout, returns to Gotham as Bruce Wayne, the Playboy millionaire, the front to Batman's alter ego. This is where we see the scene, where Bruce puts on a show regarding how carefree he is at a hotel, he bumps into his old flame, Rachel, who is played by Katie Holmes in this movie, fumbles through a speech implying that it's all an act. However, Rachel rejects this idea of who he is and delivers the quote in quite an insulting manner. The second time the quote is mentioned is near the end of the film, as the city is under assault by Razor Ghoul's League of Assassins, utilizing Scarecrow's fear gas. Batman saves Rachel and a child, I mean, who happens to be King Joffrey, so you could have saved us the, the, the death of Ned Stark there, Batsy. But Batman is about to jump into the fight again, and Rachel stops him, asking who he is in case of his death. This is where Batman turns to Rachel and delivers the quote. This cemented something clear, not just for Rachel, but for the viewer. Bruce Wayne, Batman, being able to reveal his identity, but not for love like previous movies but for the sake of character growth in comparison to the beginning. So what's the most obvious way we can interpret this quote? Quite simply, 
Actions speak louder than words. I'm sure this is a phrase that we've all heard throughout our lifetime since we're from kids, being told from our parents, from teachers, being the delinquents that we were. But what what does this saying actually mean? The Collins Dictionary meaning reads it as, people's actions show their real attitudes rather than what they say. This expression is sometimes used to advise a person to do something positive. I, I would say that quite simply sums up the, the idea of the quote here. So, the meaning of the quote itself and the meaning of actions speak louder than words both emphasize that it's incredibly easy to say what kind of person you are. However, all the talking the speeches in the world stating what a great person you are is useless when you are actually unable to back it up. So how can we relate this to our day-to-day? Let's start with some listeners' content. Uh, I've got sent uh, through a couple, and I appreciate all those who have sent this through. Uh, For the sake of those who have not asked to be named, I I won't name, Um, but I'm going to select two very different perspectives. How these are both in how these both interpret this quote um, is quite impressive, uh, even from perspectives I didn't even uh, know to look at. Um, So let's jump into them. The first one. Because of where I live, my family has a reputation and I have tried my hardest to remove myself from our name. I love this quote because it's not my name that makes me who I am, but what I do differently from my family that sets me apart. And if no one knows my last name, and they treat me how I deserve to be treated. Uh, that's deep. That's real deep. And um, it's a shame that you have to live uh, and come out of your family's shadow, but it's good that you've been able to identify that it is actually what your actions are and what you're doing uh, to set you apart from them. We aren't our parents. We don't have to be our parents' children when it comes to the behaviors and when it comes to their beliefs. We can be our own person. And that's, that's a great identifier that you've, that you've got there. The second one. There's a flip side to this coin too. Harvey Dent pun intended. Sometimes people will fake or exaggerate their actions to appear better than who they actually are. I get that good people do good things, but sometimes it's the two-faced people who pretend to have glorious lives or to be your best friend that are just as bad as those who don't try at all. Besides that, Batman Begins is my all-time favorite hero movie, equal to The Dark Knight, and I find your podcast interesting. Keep it up. Well, thank you very much for the feedback. Um, And I would have to 100% agree. The amount that people have been able to exaggerate their their behaviors in front of others in cliques of friends or behind each other's backs has created such a a very bad type of culture. Um, and I can agree with you both 100% and also 100% respect the, two, uh, the two-faced puns that you've used. Um, so whether it be living up to or getting out of the shadow of someone's expectations from family name or reputation um, or even just the self-glorification uh, for those who create like highlight reels or use social media as a mask, these are both perfectly represented by what Batman says. And well, I mean, what Rachel says as well. Let's use the example of those using social media to build their own ego. How many times have you seen something on social media of someone who has given out money to a random person, but filmed it from the very beginning? 
How many times have you seen someone hand out food to those on the street? I would not take away that this is a good deed. This is a great good deed. Feeding those homeless on the street is a fantastic thing to do. But your action of recording it from the very beginning, is it showing who you really are? Does recording what you do and sharing it to the community share who you really are or who you want to be perceived as? From a leader's perspective and talking about perception, I know that sometimes when I watch my staff or I watch colleagues, that what they can do can be fabricated or exaggerated to please my expectations as well. Sometimes they're worried about uh, what I will think of them. Sometimes they're fearful of what they're doing is good enough or not. Sometimes they just want to impress me for the sake of trying to impress me. This happens with friends and families as well. So what I like to see, what I like to think that when I'm not at work, whether I'm on an RDO, at a meeting, or otherwise when I'm just not around, it's what my staff and what my colleagues do when I'm not there that defines them. Are they bludging? Are they going 150% like they would if I was standing there and monitoring them? What is it that they do during that shift that actually contributes to their day's work? Are they, are they like I said, are they bludging? Are they taking their time? Are they seeing this as, a, as an easy day off? That represents their character more than what it does standing in front of me and going 150%. So when we think about this and we think about ourselves, who are we? Who is Batman? Batman or any hero in general could literally be anyone. But most likely it's not the person screaming it from the rooftop, but instead it's the ones whose true actions are of genuine good intentions. So let's use the film and understand what happened in that transition from Bruce a troubled Bruce receiving that quote to Batman delivering it back to Rachel. Yes, there was an element of him revealing his identity to Rachel, but there was this element of character growth. What caused that growth and what can we use and what can we learn from this movie to, to aid our own growth? Quite simply, purpose. Bruce understood his purpose. Yes, considering you know, he's dressing up as a bat, roaming around a city, beating up criminals. It's an odd one. But what he's doing, his actions of defending the city, not killing and trying to make it a better place, not for the, not for the sake of the city itself, his friends and family, social media, publicity, but for himself. This isn't self-glorification. This is understanding. This is purpose. Unlike someone from Marvel, let's use Iron Man as an example, who will happily shout his name from the rooftops. Self-glorification. He knows who he is, he's happy to represent it, and part of that does feed his ego. Batman doesn't have one in this series. Not in this, not in this trilogy anyway. It's not fed by the public. It's not fed by, by what they think of him. And when we can see that very clearly in the Dark Knight Rise, uh, the Dark Knight, where they, where he finishes on another famous quote that we'll get to in the future. Purpose is what drove him there, and purpose is what you it can drive you there. It can transition you from that troubled, uh, that troubled Bruce, to the Dark Knight himself. 
So what exactly is purpose? Purpose is where we find meaning. It's what we want to do and contribute. Those who have a sense of spirituality in their life, purpose is generally given. It's often around a sense of meaning and connection. But purpose is also something broader than just being spiritually connected or spiritually healthy. It goes to the heart of what we value and who we are. So, to quote Raza Gul himself, If you make yourself more than just a man, if you devote yourself to an ideal, and if they can't stop you, then you become something else entirely. A legend, Mr. Wayne. A legend. If you devote yourself to your purpose, and if your actions align to your end goal and your purpose, you become who you really are. You become this legend. You are not a pre-filled example. You are not faking it. You are you. And you are the man under the mask. I hope you've enjoyed this episode as much as I have getting a chance to, to get into the dark mind that it is to be the dark night. And I hope you've gotten something from it as well. Or maybe it's sparked a new form of inspiration that you've now reflected on. I want to say thank you for those who have joined into the podcast as well by sending through personal messages. Um, I appreciate it. And for those who haven't or are wanting to in the future, please join us on the Instagram page, Mightier Than The Sword PC, and, and join in. Comment, in the, uh, comment underneath the images or send me personal messages so I can read out your responses and your, uh, your thoughts. Hope to see you on future episodes. Enjoy your night. This is Ryan and this was Mightier Than The Sword.